0: Blog Talk Radio. Time to get in the game.
1: Good morning and hello, this is Coach Chuck Creasy. Another week of American tennis. Now in our fifth year of broadcasting on the Yellow Ball Network, and uh, we thank you for listening all these years. If you've been a uh, regular listening to us, and uh, if not. Yellow Ball Network also has John Denise's um, – he, he has a uh, the Florida Connection program every Thursday at 5, but he has guest coaches on there, and it's a darn good one. We also ask you to listen to – continue to listen to Lisa Stone's Parenting Aces program, although I think her uh, program has gone to – just look it up, Parenting Aces, Lisa Stone, and she usually has good programs as well. But I'm Coach Chuck Creasy. My program is American Tennis, and each week I bring you different topics, uh, instructional series, sometimes tennis politics, and uh, sometimes we have some great shows on and sometimes a little bit of all three. But um, we're interested in America being a lot better in tennis, and it looks like we might be off and running a little bit, some excitement on the women's side for sure with USA Tennis. Maybe we will have, maybe we will have four semifinalists, and that would be something else. But this was the way that American tennis was back in the '70s, '80s, and I hate to say back when. But uh, you know, other people are getting better. Technology's out, the internet helps everybody all over the world, and uh, there's so many good teachers, so many good opportunities. And so it, maybe it is harder now. But I also think it's part of our culture and uh, our tweener society. That's another program. I'm not going to go there, but uh, good luck. Uh, I, I want to talk to you today, though. I want to get into it here very quickly because we do have a coach or two calling in to give their two cents worth. But my program is, says if you're going to be a coach, be a chef, be a uh Master chef, don't be a short order cook. And I got to thinking about this last night, watching Kevin Anderson. And uh, the announcers were making Kevin Anderson, Sam query both, both. Now, both of those guys have been around for a while, but uh, they're not the normal microwave deal, not the flash in the pan. Uh, you know, it's pretty impressive, really. Sam query is making a big move here after – so many years and i think he even made the statement that he thought he was going to be a you know number 40 to 60 or 70 player most of his career but um uh, my golly it's fun to watch him The move the runs that he has made recently at at wimbledon now the u.s open and everything a lot of fantastic human being and hats off to old craig boynton out there craig good job man with your coaching and everywhere coach craig boynton has coached uh the guys have gotten better, whether it's back with Jim Courier or whether it's back with Marty Fish days and some of the players, but he gets them better. So good job there with Sam Query and, and uh but his he's really locked in. But really Kevin Anderson has really been fun to watch because Kevin Anderson I remember watching the guy at the University of Illinois and as he was coming up and, and uh he started, I don't think he was the number one player when he started. I think he was three or four on the team, and they had some very fine teams. But I know Kent Kinnear was up there as an assistant coach with Brad Dancer, and then Craig Tiley may have recruited him. But the long story short is he went to the University of Illinois, and he just got a little better and got a little better and got a little better. And When he came out, of course, you watch some of the college guys coming out, and his – Progression was one that just got a little bit better, got a little bit better, got a little bit better, and really, I started thinking about uh, the difference between cheap eating in the United States, whether it's franchise restaurant or just a mound of crummy food. Don't you, don't you all get sick of going out to restaurants and seeing the same crummy menus, you know, meat, meat and chicken and fish, and it's just the same old stuff. You have some uh, different restaurants, or the ethnic restaurants, whether they are, you know, Italian restaurant, Mexican restaurant, Chinese restaurant. But the, the food is awful, isn't it, on the road? And I thought about it because my family, we went on the road, and we have two. I said, there's two rules when we go on the road: no rushing and no chain foods. No chain foods. We've got to go to unique places, and that's the only way we're going to get good food. Well, making a player is the same way. I said, be a chef, not a short order cook. And uh, it's fun, absolutely positively. Kevin Anderson, it is the coolest thing in the world. I believe his father taught him tennis. He and his brother, and then uh, he just gotten better and better. And college system helped him get better. now he is, he and Sam Queria both here, uh, like fine wine aging very very well, are like great. Great, uh, a great program of training that is coming together. Their whole physical, mental, and emotional part is coming together. So I wanted to talk about this a minute. And, uh, of course, the curse of coaching and, and the curse is to watch out in the United States of America and see the lost talent that, that is wasted, the amount of talent is mind-boggling that we have in this country. It is mind boggling. But most of the talent gets eighty percent up eighty percent of the way up the mountain and then falls short. And what happens? You know, what in the heck happens? You know, the never developed talent, the shoulda coulda woulda talent, the talent. Oh, the, the, the worst is the two the talent that you see coming along, coming along, here comes these players that are good, they get diluted. By the wrong stuff, polluted, by <laughs> diluted, polluted, and sometimes even prostituted. And uh, the short term is is always the short term never works out. I'm going to talk about a few principles, and I'm going to talk about the methods. We've got a lot to cover, so I'm going to dive into here very quickly and, and give you a few. Uh, simple things to hold on to But I, I, this is very, very important If you're coaching or you're a parent when With your child's development Inch by inch It's a cinch, Yard by yard Too darn hard We've always talked about that I said very much Very much The base, the fundamentals Everything is built around the fundamentals And it's not just the game It's the fundamentals of character The emotional fundamentals It's the emotional The the fundamentals of how the the youngster thinks on the court, and of course, the fundamentals in the process, the, the fundamentals of building a strong physical game. The technical, the tactical, and the emotional all have to be addressed. Now, this is a very important point. How fast to develop it? Your youngster can run up the steps, or they might have to crawl up. They, but they cannot skip steps They can cover steps very quickly But never, ever Let your youngster have an elevator Up those steps And each one of those steps Some of them are more painful than others The step of learning how to lose The right way The, the process of learning when you lose Learning that pain is not the enemy But the part that comes along with investing everything and then losing committed failure is, is always, has always been, and will always be the hardest daggone thing to, to learn as a, as a player and, or as a youngster, they have to get through these, but they can run up the steps. They can crawl up the steps, but never take an elevator up the steps. They don't have to go through every, every time everything it's there's not enough time to go through what you might think is the timetable some of them some of the times they're going to just move when their game is growing when it's growing fast just make sure that the fundamentals are taken care of as well and i'm going to give you the <laughs> fundamental that uh it's is the the fun, this fundamental is written up in scripture it's written up in wherever there's a good teacher but it does not matter what you give to that potential of physical potential mental potential emotional potential this athlete. It does not matter about the seed. remember the soil must be ready to receive the seed and the timing it must be the right time of the year, and the, the, but also the soil of the, the mind must be hungry and looking for the seeds that you feed them. So the important thing about learning is that your youngster will not learn until they're hungry for the learning around them. And I think that that is the biggest because we, we try to plant a lot of great seeds in the soil when the soil is not ready to receive them and nothing happens. But the point being is every timetable is unique for the youngsters coming up. Another simple fundamental here. Understand that when you're working with your youngster in the sport of tennis or other sports as well, that physical fundamentals, you'll be working on the physical fundamentals. And then mentally, the next thing, that they will mentally understand how to use their fundamentals And then thirdly, emotionally, they'll be comfortable with the role that they are growing into. That is in the process of learning. But in the product of competition, remember that the emotional part must come first. They have to be in the right emotional balance. And then the the process of being able to think the right things on the court happen. And then the physical part all works in harmony. So in learning, it's the physical, the mental, then the emotional. In performance, it's the emotional, mental, and then physical. Uh, Bill, I think I don't know. It's was Bill Walsh or Bill. I'm trying to think of the football coach. I just heard this last week. It might have been Lou Holtz, but he said in in. Uh, this be extremely complicated and make sure it's extremely detail driven but on game day simplicity simplicity is the most important thing on game day. So these two have this is these are a few fundamentals to try to to remember. Um, the uh, you know I remember a story, back in 1991 i got to go to japan and i got to spend two weeks over there traveling around and they had printed my book i was so flattered A, a japanese uh coach had found it over here in the united states and then he went back there and it was printed in japanese and uh as a result i i get i got to take a trip for two weeks and go over and to do some seminars and things but the real gift that I got from that trip came on one of the last days at their national training center. They had a triangle, and in the triangle they had a picture of a flower. Now, all that they had was they had the, the, the root system below the soil. It showed the soil, and then it had number one pointing to the root system. Then it had number two pointing to the stem and number three pointing to the flower itself. And I asked the director of training there, well, what does this mean? Because it was all in Japanese. And he said, well, this is what we teach our children. The root system there, the number one thing is everything that happens underneath the ground that nobody else sees. This is your character, your work ethic, how you deal with things And this is critical that they get a good balance here. This is about everything that happens that is not seen. And then the two the was pointed to the stem of the flower. He said this is the physique of the athlete, the the physical part, the legs, the strength, and how good uh, of an athlete they are. And then three pointed to the flower, and he said, well, of course, this is the strokes and the showy part of everything. And I carried that picture back and I used it for several years and I used it when I talked to kids and players and everybody about uh, the, um, how, a play, how a player should be developed. But so, again, be a chef, not a short order cook. Be a chef that works with the pot of food on the back burner Just like mama used to do, you turn up the heat, you turn down the heat, you simmer it, you add sauces, you add spices, you taste it, you let it simmer, you let it cook, you add more broth, more spices, you give a little bit, you take a little bit, but you have it on the back burner so so that you really, it's a long, long process. Now, how long is the process? Well, for some... Again, some youngsters will mature in two or three years. Others will mature in four, five, or six years. And some, it that's why it's so beautiful to see Kevin Anderson and Sam Querrey last night. was beautiful because those guys are in their late 20s. They're hitting their late 20s, and they're, it's all coming together. So can you imagine the perseverance that they have shown? And, yeah, being on a pro tour is great. But the bottom line on the thing is, these guys are still hungry, very hungry for the journey, and they're into the process, not the product, the product of the work. But um, there, I want to give you something. We've got. I want to give you something to hang on to here, um, and, and I want you to visualize trying to climb a mountain. The climbing a mountain, and think about how. Terrible is if you get to a place where the clouds rise or they clear the fog clears, you see the top of the mountain, the summit of the mountain, and you run out of supplies. You run out of you run out of supplies and you just don't have enough supplies to the journey. Well you load your backpack and you make your backpack in The early stages You make the backpack And you make a backpack For a long journey That means with good fundamentals Good thinking And with the process Not just the physical But the mental The emotional And the physical As well This coach Chuck Creasy I'm going to get through this commercial And we will be right back With American Tennis And I think we got a coach
0: This is Coach J.P. Weber of the We Coach Tennis Radio Show. In my 30
1: years' experience in coaching tennis, I've never seen a better tennis training situation for children than Coach Creasy's Total Tennis Training Camps. Chuck Creasy has coached them and trained them in every arena from juniors to collegiate to professional tennis, and over 15,000 children have improved their games at his summer tennis camps. Find out more at chuckcreasy.net. That's chuckcreasy.net.
0: got creasy with American tennis
1: and we're talking about making them in America the old fashioned way, inch by inch, being a cinch, yard by yard is too darn hard. Let's not microwave that good talent. Let's put it on the back burner and bring it along slowly, bring it along well. But in the end it's not about how fast, it is about how well something is developed. Well we have a, a culture that wants things very, very, very quickly. And uh, that's probably most of the reason why our talent is only half-baked. Our talent, the microwaving of good talent, I see it all the time. What happens typically is a player starts winning and everybody falls into the star power of the player, and they need to really need to work through the process of of everything from understanding what it really means to be a professional to honoring the game much, uh, much more than they do. And uh, just a side note here, I really do believe that the mistake we make in tennis is that we promote the players instead of the event. In other words, we promote players to be more important with the star quality than we do honoring the game. I think golf honors the game. Much more. If you don't do well, you could lose your card. And you, they have tour school. They have. They've got to get their card. And uh, the golf. It didn't matter. Tiger Woods retired from the game. Look, we've got seven new guys coming up right now, and the game has never been more popular. I believe in baseball. We still honor the game more than we do the players. I don't like the NBA. I think we. It's too much into the star profile. And that's why I haven't watched for years. Okay, well, those are just side notes. I want to get into here the physical part of the game and talk about that. And and I wanted to start out by um, saying, saying this. In coaching, I believe a big mistake that's being made right now is that we have clung to an old paradigm uh, of coaching where we – Work on the upper body to a place where we do paralysis by analysis. In other words, the upper body, we analyze every move that the upper body makes. I think we overtrain the upper body and undertrain the lower body. In the old days, I think this was okay. The game was slower. Matter of fact, it was uh, 50% slower. Uh, the old days, a rally from one opponent to the other lasted 3.8 seconds I think and now it's like 2 sec it's half it's half the time it's twice as fast as it was with the older technology therefore t- attacking the legs you you've heard me say this that you take the legs beat their head break their heart and their game will fall i believe that the way modern tennis needs to be played you must Take out the legs If you take out the legs There's nowhere to go In this very, very fast-paced Temple sport of tennis So my statement Stands that You need to overload the legs Train the legs to where they're automatic Repetition, repetition, repetition You must have perfect footwork Perfect recovery steps And when I say perfect Perfect is impossible But like Vince Lombardi said that if we chase perfection then excellence will be the byproduct and that but the thought needs to be to train the legs train the legs physically so they're strong enough do the fitness but make sure they work on their lower body kinetics go to the YouTube Richard Cornick lower body kinetics i think that's a really really good one uh, look, folks, some of my YouTubes out there. I'm working with kids on lower body kinetics, but we do lower body kinetics every day for five to ten minutes as with college college players. I do it for warm up. But they, I make sure that the per, footwork is not just okay; that it is excellent, that it is near perfect. So we're, we're start with the lower bodies now. Here's where we mess up. We under trade the legs, but we over the upper body. I really believe that, when, that everyone has their own signature in their strokes and their stroke technique in the sport of tennis. You could put a mask on players and look through a windscreen and not know who they were, but you would be able to tell every player, every player in the top 50, top 100, every player, Even if they might have similarities, you would be able to say, oh, that's Nadal. Look, they got a mask on. I can't tell who that is, but, hey, that's Federer. Oh, wait a minute, that's Sam Querrey. Wait a minute, that's Venus Williams. Hey, wait a minute. And you would know exactly every player has their unique tendencies. Now, these tendencies are all unique to each one of them, but everybody is unique. So, again, let people be unique. We just had a coach calling in. We're going to get you on here in a second, coach. Give me just a minute. Let me make this last statement. Everybody is unique with their upper body. Therefore, do not do paralysis by analysis. I'm not saying don't address their strokes. But what I'm saying to you is let them develop their own styles. You know, you will. You have similarities of grip, similarities of take-back, similarities I think lower body needs to be mechanical. Upper body needs to be kinesthetic. And let me bring in Coach. uh got Coach Randy Blumendahl on the line there. Hey, Coach, how are you?
2: Good. How you doing?
1: Good. Thanks for uh, calling in. I got you during your lunch break. But, folks, this is Coach great. Randy Blumendahl. And, Coach, I think you've had like four national champions now, and you've had uh, several – Uh, Silver balls, too, you're doing a fine job Uh, We can't do a plug for your, your training place But you're doing a very, very good job with the youngsters that you work with And what we're talking about today, Coach, is as a coach Be a chef, not a short order cook In other words, work for the long term I put in my introduction, decisions of method should always be process-driven over product-seeking. And, it you know, that motivation and methods of coaching and teaching must always be rooting in, rooted in one's long-term love of the game and service to the youngster. So uh, talk to me about, and then I brought up Kevin Anderson and uh, how Sam Query and Kevin Anderson, oh, it's beautiful to see Venus Williams, too. Jermaine Jenkins out there, man, Jermaine Jenkins. I saw him yesterday. With, he's with uh, Venus, and, and, wow, 37 years old, 37 years old. So the fine wine takes a little bit longer. So tell parents and coaches out there where we're messing up, Coach, uh, from your standpoint of, of how we're, we're goofing up doing the microwave process over the slow-term cooking.
2: Well, uh,
1: first of all,
2: um, I listened to a little bit of, of uh, what you're talking about, and I just want to say that couldn't agree more. And you know, we're we're missing that. I'm so glad that you're you're talking about this, and and uh, I think this needs to be addressed. And I think a lot of young te- uh, coaches out there need to uh, to learn how to teach, and 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 this stuff takes a lot of years a lot of time. Um, what, what, where my mind goes with all this is why, why are we valuing for whatever reason, or why, why do we hold, up, why are these younger coaches or even some of the older coaches, why are they going to this method of, of uh, microwave or, you know, cause I don't think that that was the plan to start with. I think a lot of this stuff that you're saying is, is probably stuff that, people have thought about over the years but why would they teach in that way um uh, where are some of the traps that are coming in um th- those are the things that i'm thinking about all the time and and uh you know i know it's as, as, as people as teachers as coaches we don't see ourselves but how do we get stuck in these traps and then and then uh you know are are doing a disservice to some of these players that we shouldn't be or or really all the players um so you know and and that's the stuff that I I've, I've been thinking about and and uh you, you know cuz everything you're saying's right on but that that takes so many years so many years to see that it's not you don't become a master chef in 6 months i mean that's stuff that takes 20 30 years and uh, you know you have to listen and watch and and then fail a lot on the court before you really learn how to do a lot of the stuff that you're talking about. But you have to search it out to begin with, and I think that's initially what we're getting at here. Is you have to search it out. But um, I don't know if while you're searching it out, if if uh, you make more money or you win more. In fact, I don't think you do. I think you probably make less and win less. Um, uh, and then, you know, really appointing people and putting them in the right positions at the right times makes a big difference in that as well. So, the, the, well, you know, the, go ahead, Coach.
1: Well, no, I, I just want to jump in there. You made me I, – I was thinking, where do we get the players in the U.S.? You We used to get them at the clubs. And then we got them at the academies, and then we get them at the bureaucracies like the USTA, the big corporations. So, you know, to answer your question, I don't think that sometimes at the club people don't want the long-term answer. I think at academies, if you're getting $50,000 per kid, you probably don't deliver the tough messages that need to be delivered. And then, yes, last week I had a message about window dressing, coaching from, like, the reason, like, the USTA uh, or these bureaucracies don't do a good job. And I, I'm thinking about who, I oh, Francis Tiafo. how oh, everybody's jumping on the bandwagon. All of a sudden it looks like he has 30 coaches instead of the three guys, the uh, Misha, the Coach Vesa, the Coach Frank that used to help him. Uh, My show last week was now there's 30 coaches, but Mike Russell is a long, is a, I think he's doing a chef's job because I've seen some toughness there. And Mike Russell was really tough, but the point is bureaucracies. They just hit the surface. Also the cliches and facts, they don't dig deep and do those things that need to be done. Could you speak maybe to those things, the difference between clubs, academies, bureaucracies and, where, why we're not getting the straight shoot uh, answers or the straight straight answers on things?
2: Well, I I think I think first of all we have a, a mechanism that's that's probably broken. We're looking for the answers in talent and players instead of looking in the answers of how we're mentoring our young talent and players. Um, we think some. Magical talent will show up, and then there it is, and then we'll we'll just be able to duplicate that over and over again, and then that that'll be the next generation of players. And that's not the way it's going to work. Um, the other thing that we're doing that's not working out very well is we're devaluing the the older coaches. We're saying, ah, oh, the game's changed, or you know, the, it's much more physical now, and you know, talk making excuses. The world has ca- caught up you know you've heard all the excuses instead of just digging in there oh well, kids
1: have such a short yeah kids have a short attention span they can't play full matches now yeah go ahead Coach. Right, sorry right right yeah no you you've heard it all and uh you know
2: uh, well let's well, not even go into the integrity of the game i mean the integrity of the game that's r- absolutely ridiculous that, that we would even try to attack it that way that's like the kid that walks up and and plays a game of basketball and then as soon as you take the lead he he, he runs off with his ball and he says hey you know I'm playing I'm going home you know it's it's the playground stuff so you you don't change the rules midway because you're you're not doing the right stuff i mean you just have to go out and you have to practice harder you got to work on your game you got to work on your so you're skills. you're saying
1: plan. the USTA like is trying to change the rules to abbreviated scoring and everything because we're not getting the results so you change the rules, like taking your ball and running home when you're behind.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's not going to be the answer. At the end of the day, everybody will be bored of that. Nobody's going to want to watch that. People want to watch excellence. They want to watch something that, that nobody else can do, and that takes hours and hours and hours of this, this deep practice, this, this – uh, just digging in and going and going and going. And, you know, everybody wants this, uh, you know, they're searching out how do I find a way that's that's quicker or faster instead of how do I find the best way for me to, be, you know, develop the best version of myself. And that's probably going to be something that's very, very, very difficult because the game of tennis is not easy. So very those, those uh, we're, we're just searching out, the wrong way, and then then we we present a mechanism that is never going to produce multiple champions, and that that's something that you know it, it bothers everybody. But the the great thing about this tennis this game of tennis still is that it's an individual sport and independent thinking, and you know you, you still probably can find ways. They're just making it more difficult than it needs to be. Right.
1: So give us the way. <laughs> Again, we haven't gone to the physical part, we've sorta of set the table. If you've got eight or ten minutes here, coach, I'd love for you to walk us through you okay, let's say you've got a ten year old that comes out to you and the parents say this person's got he's got some talent, they're in love with tennis, motivation doesn't have anything to do with it. Talk about what what the stages and how you would deliver or I hate to say deliver a player when they're eighteen. But bring a player from the time they're 10 till pre-puberty, to the puberty, to the adolescence, to pre-college. To how would you, as a coach, if, a, um, if you were able to sculpt a player and help work them over that period of time? And, again, this is a three-hour discussion. We're asking you to do it in seven or eight minutes. Can you, can, how would you start? What would you do?
2: Uh, to start off with I mean you're gonna work a lot on the how part of the game, the fundamentals 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 um and and as they age um and develop it's gonna be more competition driven so it at the start it's gonna be you know you're gonna be working more on skill and it depends on the person on what you're gonna focus on but it's going to be based around that. As they get a little older, it's more competition, and the older they get, well, that matters more and, more and more become What uh, age? Usually around – the norm would be 14, 13, 14. Uh, Introduce the stuff around 10, 11, 12, but 13, 14 competition-based practices start making more and more of a difference, and then as they get older – it matters more and more and more. Probably the majority of what they do then is is going to be competition-based. They'll look, work on skill or the the kinetic chain stuff or footwork or, or explosiveness as needed at a certain age, probably around 17, 18, 19. Um, you're developing the athlete just as much, but uh, everything they do as far as tennis-wise is going to be uh, – you know, pretty much competition based. That's how they're going to develop the fastest. And and one no. way to speed that up is to get boys playing men and girls playing women and, you know, just uh, older players playing against younger players. Um, now, the
1: UTR does be, that, doesn't it? The UTR, it's you It's going to help.
2: I am. It's Go gonna ahead, help quite a bit. Yeah, it's going to help. And that's been something... I mean, we, we had that before and and um, we haven't had it in the last 10, 15 years. I mean, we had it through different money tournament There was just ways of doing it um, right. through competition right. where where it just seems like it hasn't been as many of those opportunities in the
1: last 15, right. 15 well, years. Right, well, then but we you, got too smart and we start segregating all the players based on age, which is ridiculous. But my question pops up in my head is, isn't the USTA doing this now? They're trying to preach 10 and under 10 as to a certain age, then 12 and under you do this and everything. My, You know, their ideas are good, aren't they? I mean, the USTA, their wow. ideas are good, but where are we botching that up? It's enforce feeding everybody, isn't it? Well, the, what happens is
2: through the same hoop so many times that becomes – You know, just the the players, they they comply, but there's no real level of commitment after a while because they don't really know what they're chasing. So, you know, it's uh, initially it gets them going, and then they get to a certain level, and they're doing the same thing over and over and over again. So, uh, um, and then also with some of the stuff with the balls and all that, I mean, I don't think every player is going to develop the same way. So events ought to I mean, again, uh players are motivated by by uh you know, finding rivals and then events and you have to build those two things up. And if you take those two things out of the equation, um competition, you, they don't chase it the same way. They don't chase it, they don't go after it the same way. And that's very important in their development.
1: So we're we're not you know, there, trying to you have a go ahead, coach, I'm sorry. Go.
2: Well, they're trying to give it. They're they're trying to give a pathway,
1: and but it, it's going to be one pathway.
0: And it needs to be an expressway. I've company. always
1: said it. we yep. need an expressway, not a daggone pathway. We need a freeway. But the same fundamentals you're saying. You know, you start out, you make sure the fundamentals, the broth of the soup, is being made, and then you add things to the broth with the fundamentals. But you start bleeding in competition. When, right, when the child is ready, right? I mean, is there, there's not an age, yeah. is there? There's
2: not an age. There's not an age that's right on. There's not. I mean, I was, you know, if you uh, if you generalize, I mean, you can come up with some things, but, but that's going to be, you know, a certain percentage of kids, and then you're going to lose a certain percentage of kids if you only do it that one way. That's why, you know, having, having one way to come through, it's not going to work out in tennis. I mean, it's, it's gotta be multiple ways. Like you say, it's gotta be express way. So, um, you know, allowing that independent thinking is very important. Um, you know, a lot, you get a lot of these parents that want to go through this risk management thing, but I don't think tennis or sport should be assessed in that, that way because, kids develop at different ages, at different levels, at different times. So it's, you know, and you have to have the right people around you that understand that and help
1: help those children through those moments. That's really very, very well said. I've, we've got to have a whole program, folks, on sort of the skill sets to learn. But, again, it, and, Coach, correct me, anything I say, I think we're on the same path here, <laughs> the same thought process in that it is unique for every person and the competition, everyone is not competitive, but competition is key for kids, isn't it? I mean, you said the rivalries are key for the kids and the uh, tournaments of heritage and we're pretty much in a competition structure of the U S what we're doing is just killing this with this point
2: system. Speak to
1: that very quickly.
2: And then, well, go ahead. Well, none of the the kids, no more than rankings, none of the kids are inspired on any level after chasing points. And it's anything they're trying to protect the position that they're currently in. So if it slows them down more than it speeds them up, um, uh, the the level based stuff helps out a little bit because they they know there's a climb, and there's a journey ahead of them, but if they get too focused on that, the same thing it'll slow them down as well. The 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 chasing after the the events and uh, you know getting, you know, if your rival is able to do something that you haven't done, those are the things that really speed up players in their own heads um and and get them to put in the work, but put in the quality of work in their own minds where it sticks. Everything that they're working on sticks at that time. They're able to go forward. So, um, yeah, the the points doesn't doesn't work out so well. The only thing that the points does is it gets the parents to panic enough to where the kids all participate a lot, but they end up complying more than anything. They're just – they're there they're They're going to do what the parents tell them to do, but they're not really their hearts aren't in it their heads are in it, but their hearts aren't we We need if we're going to develop champions, we need people that are fall in love with it that 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 uh you know they they wake up they're studying the game they want to do everything they can to get the advantage to to one day either make a living at it or or wherever the journey's going to take them but they fall in love. And and I don't see well, that as much as, as I feel like I should be. Um, you know, there's opportunity but not opportunity to really fall in love with the game because we're making them chase after something that, at the end of the day, they all figure out is no big deal. Um, right. So, Or at least it doesn't have depth to it. it could be a big deal. I, to I uh, <laughs>
1: uh, my wife said recently, she said, uh, there's always somebody better on Facebook <laughs> or at least perceived as better. The, the rhinestones show up. So what means is that when yes. the kids win stuff, unless they've suffered hard enough and it's been their own mission, their own journey, it doesn't mean as much. So the why get gets, gets lost. So uh, just one, one last thing here, coach, um, uh, Anything, any special or commonality with the kids that you've worked with that it means more to the why, when the inner motivation? Is there any common thing you could say to parents out there that that really makes the why more important than the how and the what?
2: Yeah, um, sorry, elaborate on that a little bit. Where, where, where are you going with that? What what makes it more important? In what way?
1: Well, you have two kids, the ones that you've worked with that get really really good. Is there a commonality yeah. over the kids that look like they're going to get good and then they fade? Yeah. Yeah, the 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 kids that
2: are going to be good, they're they're grounded in competition. Um they they they, they love the competing part of everything that they're doing the kids that look like they're going to be good um they, they like to achieve they like the, the the you know the the skill but when when they're involved in any sort of competition they fade a little bit and uh never seem to kind of fall in love with that part of it um yeah. that that's that's the thing i've seen the most um the kids that are competitors really the kids that look at tennis as a sport really thrive in it. And and what I mean by that is they look across the net and they see competition. They don't look at tennis and they see it. They look across the net and they see it. Those are the kids that really take off.
1: Yeah. Well thanks coach. Appreciate it very, very much. I'm sorry that we gotta shut it down here, but 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 thanks very, very much for coming on today. And and folks, that's Coach Randy Blumenthal and we
0: will be back again next week Made in America
1: randy blumendahl and folks we'll be back again next week on american tennis is coach chuck creasy
0: opinions stated by various contributors to the ur tennis network and its
1: programming are not to be considered as endorsed by the ur tennis network participants are encouraged to use their own discernments and draw their own conclusions all information products and services offered by the ur tennis network are for personal use only The UR Tennis Network does not confirm nor deny the validity or accuracy of information contained within the network. Any products or services provided for should be used solely for entertainment purposes. We emphasize the idea of keeping an open mind and not construing the products, services, or data as factual.